Hey, everybody. It's so good to be back with you again today. I'm really excited about today's episode, which I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. But before I do that, I want to make sure you know all of the places where you can get this content. You know, we work really hard to bring you cutting edge information from the opti channel industry, whether that be through the eyes of a commercial printer, an agency, a brand. There are all sorts of things going on in marketing and sales right now that we want you to be aware of. So don't miss an episode. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Amazon Music. Go to your favorite location. Make sure to subscribe because we're dropping an episode at least one or two every week. And I want to make sure you don't miss out on that. Also, if you are getting value out of this podcast, please go rate and review it in whatever location you happen to be listening. And what I'm going to do uh, is have my team go and find those reviews. And I'm going to list your name and your company and give you a little promotion here on the podcast as an incentive. All right. So please do that. And uh, let's get into now talking a little bit about what today's episode is all about. All right. So today's episode is really, really special. What I'm going to do is I'm going to let you into a very private meeting that I was able to facilitate with a group that I think you're really going to get a lot of value of. And you may know we work with a lot of direct mailers. So that would be commercial printers agencies who employ direct mail, brands that use direct mail to engage their clients and their prospects. And this particular meeting that I'm letting you listen in on was a private mastermind where we discuss what's working. And when I say that, I mean what kinds of offers are working, what kind of creative is working, what kinds of incentives are companies using to drive response to their direct mail. And these companies that are gathered here are all home services companies. So when I say that, I mean like HVAC, plumbing, electrical, windows and doors. So if you're in those industries, if you're listening right now and you're in one of those industries, you want to hear what these folks are doing because they're doing some pretty unique things, some innovative things that they're doing to drive response, meaning get their mail to work better so that their phones ring and they get more service appointments and more contracts for their techs. So that's the first thing. Now, if you're servicing similar clients, as you listen into this meeting, you're going to hear what a high growth print company does to engage their customers and help them get more out of the mail that they do for them. By the way, this company is hiring. Their name is thebestpostcards.com. Go check them out on their website. Drop me a note if you're interested in learning more about some of the open positions, david.rosendahl at mindfireinc.com. You're going to hear from their CEO. His name is Andrew Edinger here in this meeting as well as some of their other staff and the other participants in the room are all folks who are using mail powered by The Best Postcard. So go check out thebestpostcards.com for more info. And I hope you get as much value out of this as the participants said they did. And I think you're going to pick up some really interesting insights. So with that, let's jump right into the meeting. I'm excited to bring Drew on. So Drew, thank you for giving us the opportunity to pull this group together. Thanks for helping us out. Obviously, we wanted to change the format to make it more inclusive of everybody. Me talking a lot less and getting more viable input. So thanks for coming aboard. There's not much on my end that I really wanted to introduce, except to give everybody a heads up that the new, or he's been in the Postal Master for a little bit now, Steve DeJoy is doing some fascinating things with the mail. And he just announced a 5.5% postal increase starting in August. It sounds a little bit more intimidating than it is. It should be right around a penny. Postage isn't something that we make money on. Awesome. 
Thank you, Drew. I'm going to move now to talking a little bit about Maze Mailer. I think you all know Ashley. I think everybody knows you, but if you haven't met Ashley for whatever reason, man, what an incredible resource here on the best postcards. I've had the opportunity to work with her to prepare for uh, the session today, and uh, she's incredibly committed to you and your success. So real honored to be able to have her come on here for a few moments and talk to us a little bit about Maze Mailer first and get some feedback from you all. So Ashley, you ready? I'm ready. Thanks, Dave, for that wonderful introduction. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. So to get started, the May letter was one of our most successful pieces of the year. We really just wanted to get your feedback, how it worked for you. I know Lou in particular has had a lot of success and talked to you about the revenue in particular he's earned, but I'd like to just see if there's anything you think we should change up for next time as far as the offers or how we're presenting it. The credit card in the branded envelope really increases the open rate. So that's why this piece has been so successful for us. And Ashley, I know when we were getting ready, you mentioned that Kelly and Jenna, it's they specifically Kelly, had some feedback. Kelly's from Turn Formally T-Web or still T-Weber and Jenna from LPH. But Jenna said that if she wasn't able to get on to share her experience with it, which I can talk to that point. Yeah, let's hear what she had to say. She's three weeks backed out and has 49 install appointments. It's good to see people who just started in January, who those are the slower times of the month. And now mm -hmm. to look at a matchback report that came in March and now look at a matchback report that just came back and just see how all that branding just comes together with this letter that Lou and Tom formulated and brings it all together. And they're swamped. They don't have the capacity, none of these companies to even keep up with the amount of response that they got from it. It's good to see a clean picture, the matchback report that doesn't take into account a year earlier or anything. So for them, it was very cut and clear that the new customers really did well with it. Lou, go ahead. I think the letter worked out well. If we could have had it come out a few weeks earlier, at least for me, that would have been better because we get hot really quick. In mailboxes on 515, so May 15th, which was a little late, the saving grace is we had a really mild However, we are really hot right now. So <laughs> the business just comes in. I still would like to see the savings card beefed up a little bit. It's just not heavy duty credit card plastic feel enough if we could beef that up more. But the open rate is huge on this. We have tracked 227,000 of sales directly off of this. And my year end closeout that we did in 2020 in December, that was over $500,000 in sales. 227,000 is what you said? 227,000 from this letter. Okay. Yeah. So the offers were good for our company. These are the offers that I had put together. Really the only thing that we were tied into here was we had to get an early bird discount. So we have our discount of 750. Yeah, it was the same one that I had. And then we had a free duct system cleaning, which cost us about 325 bucks. There were some nice, easy offers to be able to work into our pricing model. Uh, but overall, it was a good piece. Tom, what about you? What's your feedback here? My feedback is it's always tricky to know from when the time Ashley says, hey, your stuff has been delivered to the post office till I'm always asking her for the mailbox dates. Like, when is it going to go in the mailbox? And I remember very distinctly, and she probably can reiterate this, that I was reaching out like probably late morning of the day. And I'm like, hey, when, when are they hitting? We need to know. And it was like, I don't think an hour later, I was like, never mind. We knew they got delivered because <laughs> I could just hear the call center receiving all the calls. So it was an immediate barrage. I don't have the stats off the top of head like Lou does, but it, it was 
the day it was delivered, the phones were ringing off the hook. It was awesome. That's wonderful, man. What I'm going to do for you, Ashley, is I'm going to go to the next slide here. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what we have here for July. Um, so we put together a couple just new designs um, and headlines for you all just to keep things nice and fresh. Of course, we always want to be mindful that we're keeping it branded and with all your colors and pictures of your team and trucks on anywhere we can. So when, as soon as they pull that out of the mailbox, they know it's your company, but of course, making it seasonally relevant with the offers and headlines and pictures. So here's a couple new ones we have for HVAC. And of course, if you interested in this design, but maybe don't, aren't, don't want to push an AC performance check, we can always say save up to $500 instant rebate on a new system. So we can always work with whatever you're wanting to promote specifically, but just some new designs and headlines here for you to look at. Here's a great new plumbing sample that our graphics team put together. Pretty straightforward there. Ideally, of course, we would want to put in your team or a picture of your team here rather than this generic stock photo, of course. Another fun electrical one. And again, if you're not, if the oh shit or whatever is a little too you know, much for your market. I know Lou in particular, I know some of you would never, wouldn't love that for your market. We can always you know, adjust the headline or work, work with something that's more fitting for your clientele. And I know we have a lot of home improvement folks here, if I'm not mistaken. When we were preparing here, Ashley and Drew, you wanted to touch on the home improvement opportunity. Ashley or Drew, who wants to talk a little bit about what we're seeing here? The only thing that I would say here is the they overcome what my initial hesitancy would be would is people don't like to see percentage off because it's so arbitrary, like what's the percentage off? But when you see a 40 or 50 percent off something like that's obviously something that is going to trigger the phones to ring. Okay. People like to see dollar values. And the only other thing to take into consideration is the HVAC and the home improvement business are so different in like where someone like a Florida windows and doors, if they sold somebody, they would want to eliminate that client for life or for a really extended period of time from any mailing and never mail to them as an existing client. Whereas if you have another picture like a Windows Supplies Plus, who sell multiple products, they technically don't even need to mail to their existing clients. They would just never dedupe because it's a great way to just keep cross-selling products. So it's just a simpler uh, model than the than the home service industry. Drew, you're making the point about the uh, offer here. So you're saying in what we've tested, something like 5%, 7%, 10% off really doesn't seem to motivate response. Is, is that right? You know, I've been doing this for 20 years with shared mail and all that. And the people who put a dollar figure tend to always do better than the people who put a percentage off. Okay. Any feedback on that, folks? Any questions about that point that Drew just made? Tom wants to make a point here. Go ahead, Tom. I can only speak for my companies in Connecticut and Florida, but I think with the, the advent of Amazon taking off through COVID, before COVID, after COVID, during COVID, people are skeptical of non-prices. We're even seeing it in our call center. If someone says, how much do you charge for? And anything that comes out of our mouth that isn't a number, the conversion rate of those calls goes down. So a percentage is not something they can conceive in their brain. 40% of what? 10% of what? Right. Versus I can save $100 or up to $1,200 or an actual number that will have meaning to me. And some comment about the number too that I would say is, and it's maybe just me, but I've been saying a long time, I think what we sell, particularly in home service, largely, and even somewhat in home improvement is a grudge purchase. In other words, who wants to buy a new roof? It's not as sexy as a new bathroom or a new kitchen. Who wants to buy a new air conditioner? Who wants to replace their duct or repipe their plumbing? So they wait until they have to do it. And so 
the offer can't be a little bit to get them to move. To, and Lou's been really good at this where he's got to give them a really big reason to call. Not a little reason, like 10 bucks, 20 bucks. They're going to walk past that. It's not enough money to motivate them. So a lot of times when people call and they're like, hey, what would you do? I'm like, your offer is too weak. It's not enough for them to understand and it's not enough to compel them. So percentages, no dice and small numbers, no dice to me. Tom, so what do you do? Okay, so obviously if it's like windows and doors, it depends on the size of the house. It depends on the number of windows. And for roofing, I would think the same thing, just the size of the house. So how do you, how can you combat that when you really can't quote an exact price on anything without getting out there and seeing it? We can't. It's the same thing, maybe to a lesser scale with home services. One repipe is 30 grand. One repipe is $7,500. I think, think from a customer perspective. So if I have 12 windows and I have 30 windows and you said up to 500 bucks back per window, I can go 500 times 12. I get six grand. I get 500 times 30. I get, and I could do the math, make it like ridiculously simple for them to understand in my mind for roofs. Like a friend of mine is a roofer and I, he's always asked me questions. I'm like, why don't you do things like give them something of value for free? So like you're doing the roof, do the gutter caps for free and say, Hey, this is up to $3,500 of value, depending on how big your roof is. The other thing that I think people do, and I don't know how anyone feels about it, but give the max value, like the up to the letter, for example, says you can get up to 40, mine, I think it was 47 or 4,900 and change. And everyone's first reaction is we got to do everything. Well, of course they do. Don't wait to get in their house to give them the thing to get their interest. The purpose is to get their interest. So I think when you don't have a, a fixed dollar, like $25 off or $50 off or 39 bucks for a safety inspection or a free electrical inspection on a big home improvement, give them something, whether it's an upgrade to some kind of like higher level to the premier level, upgrade to a better guarantee, something that means something to them. And percentages of an unknown is a double negative. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. You give me a percentage off of it. It's meaningless. I don't know if that answers it, but I would find something oh, of value yeah. that, that, that they would relate to. So they don't know about their roof but they do have to clean their gutter. So can I connect that? That's how I would think about it. Okay. Drew, Sounds you good. wanted to add on to that? Yeah, like maybe Ron would uh, know this, but I got a postcard in the mail where somebody was offering, I guess there are different levels of uh, tankless water heaters. And they were saying, replace your tankless water heater for $1,500. Now, obviously nobody's doing that, but, or maybe there's a unit that's subpar or for it, but I guess the people's feeling is that they do $1,500, then they get in the door and they upsell them from there. Anybody have any feelings on whether it be plumbing, like HVAC or like a water tank or a unit by offering your lowest price and showing the price of it and then going in and then upselling it or saying like, this isn't conducive to your home or is that misleading? I see Ron's got his hand raised. So let's hear from you, Ron. Go ahead and unmute Ron uh, McKenzie. Hey, Ron, how are you? How are you? Excellent. With plumbing, it's hard for me on a lot of jobs to, to throw a big sexy number out there. And I'd like your guys' opinion on this. I, I like to go with on water heaters, offer a five-year, never write a check guarantee. So for five years, no matter what happens to that water heater, you'll never have to write a check, whether it's Christmas night, like whatever. That's how I like to approach that. I'm just wondering to get some thoughts on that from you guys also. Interesting. Anybody have counterpoint to that? Anyone have any input? Lou, what about you? Yeah, so I, I guess just overall comments on what we're talking about here. What I think works really well is provide, and it works for any industry, whether it's home service, it's remodel, HVAC, any of the trades, is a free solution to address 
their issue. Not to solve the problem, but to address the issue. Just like me, I can't give a specific price to replace their HVAC unit, which could range anywhere from $7,500 to $30,000. And I really don't know what I'm going to be coming up against. So I wouldn't do that, but I would offer a free inspection or a $93 drain clear or something like that, 93 or it's free, free on check. That's a new one that we're offering that's working really well because if your air is not blowing cold enough or you're not comfortable, a homeowner is going to think, think I need some more Freon, right? So a Freon check. You're offering a solution to take to address their problem, not solve it. And it's not about necessarily your offer. It's about the timing of your offer. So being there consistently with your offers to be able to create an opportunity to then offer a customized quote on whatever it is. But you being there at the right time in the home to then provide solutions to them at customized pricing. That's really what it's all about. So Ron, back over to you. Does that give you some insight or clarity into kind of what you're wondering there? Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that. And I get where he's coming with that. Yeah, yeah, that's helpful. Okay. Excellent. The place you and could really that. leverage that, Ron, is you gotta, the day your mail arrives is unlikely the day that they need a water heater. That's just sheer blind luck, right? So the mail is to set you up in a position to be the person they think of first and they trust the most when they do need a water heater or they think they need a water heater. And so that, what you said, five-year never write a check, that is like something to own and get the mind share of the customer that, hey, if I ever need a water heater, this guy's going to get me one. I never write a check for five years. When they call you, because you branded and marketed, what I find is we already got the sale. It's just a matter of what we're selling. Our direct mail has led us to like our top 10 online searches for our company involve our brand name. Only one out of 10 doesn't have our name in it for searches. So our pay-per-click is less than a thousand dollars a month, but our messaging goes out to own a specific idea. And we're actually trying to do water here's right now, Ron. We're like, ours is all about same day, like about we've got them will be there no matter what, seven days a week, every type, everything. So it's not the warranty, although I'm probably going to steal your idea along with it. But I want to have people know that Friday night, the water heater goes out, call Griffin. Those are the, who are those guys who will get out here no matter what? The price is irrelevant is what I think at that point. So if you could own that in your marketing, create a logo of it, a badge, something, then you're known for it. And, and then you'll, I think you'll convert more because they're calling wanting that already. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's actually really helpful. Yeah, I I, th I think I don't, I do it and I do put it in some mailing, but wh why shouldn't I be home of the five-year never write a check guarantee and really that idea versus just throwing it in as an offer. Yeah, that, that was super helpful. So I appreciate that. That's good stuff. So I'm going to read a little bit from the chat and then Ashley, I'll get back to you and see if you have any other remaining questions on May or July for the group here. But Chris from the Best Postcards team says that, Tom, you make a great point. The, the coupons aren't as important as the consistent message. And then Sandy at Sidex here says, no comments. I'm just about to start with mailing. So Sandy's just getting started. Sandy, if you have any questions for the group here, that's what this group is here for. And I want to make sure that I draw out of them anything that might be a value to you. Tom Casey, you're saying home of the blank. So that's a template for kind of the idea of what you're talking about here, what we're talking about. Yeah. Own something. Lou Habica, he's lucky because his name and his jingle is so cool. <laughs> yeah. His name Lou and his jingle are cooler than him for the record. Say that. But he can own, you'll like a Habica 
Anything he attaches to that is memorable. He says it everywhere. I bet you has a tattoo somewhere on his body that says that. He says he it does. everywhere. And yeah, there he goes. It's what connects. <laughs> I agree with Chris 100%. The coupon madness is save it for the coupon magazines and stuff like that. The direct mail or whatever is a direct response has got to meld with a branding. So home of the whatever the hell you want is key. It's just, if I was you, Ron, I would, damn, I'd be home of the five-year never write a check guarantee. I might do that for everything I sell right now, just so you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go copyright that and you'll have to pay me a nickel every time you want to use it. <laughs> I already got I guess it's very good. That's that's good. That's, that's yeah. I'm 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 on it for sure. That's good stuff. All right. So Ashley, we went down some good discussion points there. Is there anything else, Ashley, that you'd like from this group? Any other feedback? Any other help before we go to the next item here on our on the agenda? Uh, no. I think that's a, a lot of great input, and we'll make sure when we're working with all of you individually that we take that into consideration when we're getting your proofs ready. And of course, for July, expect proofs from your graphics or your sales team as you normally would. But if you see anything in particular here that you've liked or, or want to implement, then shoot us an email and we'll get those going for you. I'm giggling here at all the Habika jokes. They're coming in here in the chat. Tom's giving you some feedback. Ashley, new creative looks tight, which is awesome. That's good to hear. Thank you for that. All right, folks, this is the portion of the meeting that when we do this with other groups, people say they get a lot out of. And so for the next 20 minutes or so, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the top questions that you all submitted in advance of today's mastermind. And uh, we're going to go through the major questions that we heard, as well as some of the things that have recently popped up on the radar. And I want you to be able to hear multiple points of view on some of these important questions, these questions that we know are important to all of you. So please Continue to chat with us. Raise your hand if you want to come on the air. There are a few people I'm going to call on, and most of you know who you are, so you're ready. I'm going to turn to the first question here. And I know this is foremost on everyone's mind. What's everybody doing in hire new qualified staff? What's working? Uh, what's not working? Now, we have a couple examples that we want to bring up here on the screen in terms of uh, some of the things that we're seeing you guys do. But if anybody wants to give feedback on that, Please raise your hand. Richard's, uh, Richard's here on the phone. Yes, sir. I'm here. Uh, awesome, up, Richard. Brother? Welcome. Thank you for being here. We wanted to hear a little bit from you about uh, some of the mailers that, that you're doing to find talent, to find new people to bring into your company. So we're, we're doing postcard mailer every month to every licensed journeyman and master plumber in the state of Georgia, because at some point during the year, they're not going to be happy where they're working. And that postcard's going to hit, and they're going to give me a call, and they're going to come to work for me. Is it similar to what I have here on the screen? I don't know if you can see it right now, but Drew or Ashley, can you confirm this? Is this kind of the format that that he's using? Yes, yes it is. Okay, okay. Dave, one second. I just see, I think Richard, what have you gotten seven or eight employees in the four months that you've been doing it? So uh, we a, have we got a total of eight employees in, in four months. It's a wow. slow process, and it's not like it, it's not like a direct mail piece where you, you know to the consumer. The longer they see it, the wives push their husbands, saying, "Hey, why are you working under these conditions? Why aren't you getting all these benefits that are listed here? We can get five thousand. Yeah, I know Lou has a very different opinion that works very well for him, but there's been relative good amount of success for him with it. So let yeah, me look Lou in a second. It works really well if you're because you're branding yourself with the with plumbers in your market. And then when you're doing other types of advertising, there are postcards from them. We're saying with pay-per-click. So they see your name every month. And whenever they're ready for a job, they're going to come to you first. Love it. Tom, let me go to you first, and then I'll go to Lou here in a second. So, Tom, tell us about this here. I agree exactly with what Richard said. It's not 
again, if a guy's looking for a job, I probably don't want to hire him. If it gets to his house, he's like, great, I'm looking for a job to go back to work. I'm trying to get in the mind of them and, and put a little a wig in their brain that is the little angel and devil on the shoulder saying, when that day comes, and I know it will come, you're going to get mad at your boss, just like always happens if the culture is not right. You'll have seen this card multiple times, or sometimes somebody will be bitching in and you'll say, hey, you know what? You ought to go see these guys. So it's, it's an investment. It's less than actually online recruiting. And mm -hmm. I think it's to a better target. The other thing it sends a message to the marketplace is these guys are busy. These guys are hiring all the time. These guys are offering bonuses. It puts a lot of pressure on everybody. So I've actually seen in the Florida market where people who weren't offering higher bonuses are. So good news. I got to cost them some money. I love that. I've also seen that people who didn't offer some of the same benefits have had to step up their benefits. And if they have got to spend more money like I am, that means they got to raise their prices. And when they raise their prices, I get to raise my prices. So it's a rising tide raises all boats thing, but it is not like a send it out for 30 days and you're going to have all the employees you want. You got to send it out re repetitively. Ashley, do you want to add something there? Yeah, just quickly, Tom. I know a, a lot of question one that we get a lot on the these recruiting and, and with the signing bonuses, just really how you implement that $5,000. Like you're not giving them that upfront this, the day they get hired. So maybe if you could just tell us a little bit about how you do that. Sure. We give it to them on a, starting at the 30th, the pay cycle after 30 days, the pay cycle for 60 days, uh, 90 days for the period of months. And if they leave after that, we take responsibility as a business owner. We didn't do the right screening, interviewing, hiring. We made a desperate desperation hire. We even go beyond that. Like we pay retention bonuses. We give a referral bonus. So you can get a sign-on bonus. And if somebody referred you, they can get a referral bonus. I believe the number one problem facing skilled it's facing all businesses, but particularly skilled trades is going to be talent. Whoever mm -hmm. controls the talent in a market can control the market. So if somebody has a cheaper price, but they can't get there and I have all the best techs, I can charge what I want to charge if you want service today. So that's definitely one of our strategies moving forward. And this was part of it when I approached Andrew and said, I have this crazy idea, Andrew. And he said, man, that's the craziest idea I ever saw. I said, well, ask some people. I bet you they're going to love it. And lo and behold, it's working. So it's good news. Lou, let's contrast that with what you do. So we've got uh, an example here on the left and then also a uh, Facebook post here on the right. Tell us about what we're seeing here. Yeah, so I have a different perspective. Typically somebody that has experience, they're not ho-bikeable. And I did trade name that. So making somebody ho-bikeable is really challenging with somebody that already knows what they're doing. They know how to do it. They're experienced. They know the trade, the skill, whatever it is. And it's hard to convert them to our way, the whole bike away. The, my perspective on money hiring bonuses, I don't do that. Money will get them. Money won't keep them. And so what you see here is culture is what will keep them. So if you did bring somebody on with a hiring bonus, you're going to have to make them hobikeable, hobikeize them, and then keep them with culture. The, uh, the number of individuals I'm successful in doing that is a very small percentage. We have a fast track apprenticeship program and I can take a know nothing, nobody days of David Rosenthal in six weeks, I can have you out on your own and then build upon you and multi-trade train you uh, very quickly. And that's my perspective. It's totally different, but the money isn't, it won't, it'll get them. It just won't keep them. The culture will. So focus on the culture and create the individuals. I can, I, I can teach and train skills, trades and skills uh, on 
plumbing, heating, air conditioning, electrical, all that. That's easy to teach and train, but I can't teach people skills. What you have in people skills, you already have You've learned. They've been ingrained from family, from growing up, from people, friends. I can't change that. It's really difficult. So I give up on that and I just find a really good marketing individual presents himself that wants to, by chance, learn a trade and then teach them the trade. And then on the right side of the screen, which I'm going to bring up here in a second, you're running events. Every single month. So that's another important feature. When you're hiring 365, you always want to be hiring. I don't hire for the need. I don't hire because I'm busy and I have all this work and I need more people. That's a grandiose thought. But when you do need the people, everybody else needs the people. So you're not going to find good people. You're going to find the leftover crappy people. It's just not going to work out well. And they're not going to be hobikeable. So at that point, we do have a hiring event every month, the third Thursday of every month at 6.30 p.m., the same time. And then we use our recruiting card to be able to feed into that on Facebook and other recruiting means online. And we feed that hiring event every month. Now, if somebody comes in and they're a hot prospect, certainly we're going to meet with them ahead of time. But the general feed on just generally updating and bringing in new apprentices and more help and people that want to join our team, they come to our you know monthly hiring event and everybody knows when it is. It's always promoted, same time, same place, same date, and they can feed into it. So I have a question for everybody here. Can you let me know in the chat, is anybody else running events, hiring events like this? Let us know if you are or if you're not. I see, Ron, you said that it's a great balance of both styles, and that's unbeatable. So it's good to hear uh, both perspectives. W what we have here on the screen, Ashley or Drew, can you just speak briefly to what we're looking at here and, and how we can help with these kinds of campaigns? I saw this one. I saw Jason Grooms. These ones are both pretty new. Uh, they, I don't have any feedback on them, but we kind of just looked at, we looked at Lou's piece, we looked at Tom's piece, and we said, hey, here's the best of both worlds. So if you look at Ari Nichols, it's got that kind of dare to compare where we have the experience on the backside, if you flip back, the benefits. So we picked up that piece. And then also we really love the idea of the check and getting it that way. So far, I usually give it about three months before I really decide whether it's a, win, you know, a winning piece or not. So these ones are all in uh, month one and two. So I don't have a, a ton of strong feedback other than the fact that I know they're getting interviews. I don't know how many hires they've gotten out of it, but I can see that, like I said, I put it in the chat and we were laughing about all the time. The, the biggest reason that they're calling is the wives see it. And they say, mm. you hate your job. You're, I'm sick of listening to you bitch and moan, but I, and I'll take the five grand. So that's what's been working really well on it. And like I said, we're, I, I like to play around with the pieces. And I, when I come to these things, I do the same thing you guys do where I, I try to take the best of both taste, take the best a little bit from what Lou says, a little bit from Tom and pull it all together into different pieces and, uh, and see how it works. So I see Bill, Bill, you said you did an event last month. You had about 15 people there and made one hire. Just curious for you, Lou, what is your conversion rate? Let's say you have out of every hundred people that show up, how many do you end up eventually hiring? Do you have any stats on that? I'll take a stab at it. I have a hundred people show up. My percentage, I will hire out of a hundred We'll hire in the teens. So I'm going to say 15 to 20% of that hundred. Okay. So we have a okay. pretty good hire rate. Okay. That's helpful. I'm going to move to the second here, just being mindful of the time. This was a question that came in a couple of different ways, and I'm hoping to hear from as many of you as possible. The question being, and I'm sure a lot of you are wondering this, what new strategy are your peers here using to set yourself 
apart from the competition. Let me start with you, Tom. Tom Casey, if you can just give us a little insight into what is it that you're doing right now that's maybe new, that's different, that you're experimenting with, that maybe you don't know if it's going to work, but you're trying something. What would something like that be? I really like the, the no breakdown guarantee. I just think a lot of the a lot of our clients don't really understand it and grasp it and understand how to explain it to the client where as it's not you're not giving them a $69 AC tune up and that's the end of it. The no breakdown guarantee is we've been doing it quite a while. It's not new, but it works really well. Essentially, anytime we do a system check for a fee, we will guarantee that it won't break for whatever the season is. And the big thought I think everyone thinks is you're giving them a service agreement or you're giving them a warranty, or you're going to pay for their repairs. And that's not at all what we're going to do. What we're trying to do is lock up the service call. So for example, we do an AC tune-up and then you have a no breakdown guarantee in the middle of August, your AC breaks. Who are you going to call? You're going to call Ghostbusters because we have a no breakdown guarantee. So we're going to send somebody out for no diagnostic fee to determine why your AC is broken. And we're not going to fix it. We're not going to replace it. We're going to change parts. We're going to come back and say, Hey, you might like a hub bike, but you're going to love Casey. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and should we fix this thing? Should we replace? We want to be on that breakdown opportunity. The money opportunity, the flip opportunity is the breakdown. So by getting in an affordable maintenance, affordable system check, then having a, a way back in that doesn't cost them any money when it's broken, I'm locking them twice is how we do it. And we get a lot of calls. We go out to them happily and they love it. And the reality of it is, if it is, a lot of times you had that conversation in the maintenance call, right? It's aged, it's whatever. And then it breaks down later on. And when you go out there, they're already primed for it. And because you came out for free and you didn't play games, and you didn't go to the fine print, and you didn't tell them any other stuff, they buy the system. Go ahead, Lou. Tom and I are on your book, Blood Brothers. But so we have a little bit different perspective on how we go to market our brand. We're all about the relationship. So I have trade named Hobika Eyes. So uh, we are Hobika Eyesing the Home. That's what we're promoting. And what that means is the same technician, Lou, will come to your home. And Lou can not only address your HVAC heating and cooling comfort and or quality, but he can address your plumbing, your drain, your sewer, your electrical, your security, your water, hot water heater, water conditioning, water testing, air testing. He can address all of it. They love Lou, right? And they want and they trust Lou. So they're going to want to use Lou for everything. So our goal is to own the home of all the major services and then as well own the homeowner because homeowners do move. When they move, we still want to own that home. And then, move. but anyways, Hobika Ising the home. And the last part of that is we're a little different in that we cross train our technicians with all of the trades. They may not be an expert at solving all the issues, but they can prevent, present solutions, sell the solution, and be part of making that repair if they choose to or get somebody in of our team that can actually do the repair. But anyway, so publicizing your home is... That's the direction that we go. Awesome. All right. I don't want to. I don't want to miss out on an opportunity here um, from you all on this one. How do you all convert leads or quotes who don't end up buying? Let's chat about that for a few moments here. Tom, I'm going to go to you first, and then I'll, I see Lou. I see your hand up. So let's go. Let's go, Tom. What do you do in this situation? Obviously, the in the case of an install or a, a project quote, the salesman, we call him project manager. He gets to follow up for a certain period of time. Okay. And basically his period of time is as long as he has a next action planned. So if he's, Hey, I quoted Chris Wetmore and we'll see what they do next week. It's immediately out of his hands. It immediately is eligible to be followed up on by somebody else on the team. 
if he says, I quoted Chris Wetmore and we're going, I'm meeting him on Tuesday to sit down with him and his wife. Well, then we'll do the, we'll do some happy calls and thank yous and things, but we won't actually put him in the follow-up funnel until Tuesday. And if he meets with him Tuesday, as long as he has a plan, that's his lead to follow up on and own. The second it's no longer his lead, we have an inside sales rep and she calls up to do a happy call and she will see how the call went, make sure we did everything we wanted to do. And she now has permission to move forward and try to close that deal. And she will get, get a piece of the commission for doing so. The sales guys initially were pushed back on it because wait a minute, I did it, but they weren't closing those anyway. So we showed them yep. she's going to get less, you know, she's going to get a quarter of the commission. You're going to get 75% of the commission and she's the one closing the deal. Why don't you, now they're literally saying, Hey, Sarah, could you call and follow up on this one? They're literally telling her to do it. So that right. moved the needle quite a bit, which we also then moved it down to our DSRs that they can follow up on unsold service quotes for plumbing or HVAC or whatever their department is. And the same thing, they can take and get a spiff off of what they convert. The technicians did not convert. That's been a pretty big impact for us. So Lou, go ahead. Let's hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, sure. So um, on every in-home service, the first thing that we'll do is immediately after we've left the service, we will send a thank you text. So thank you for your trust and confidence in our service. Just thanking them. And as well as a second time asking for a five-star review. We asked while we're in the home, we're going to ask again with the link there just to solidify that relationship. Immediately following that, they're plugged into uh, Service Titan Marketing Pro which we have automated email on all open estimates. They're automatically plugged into Hatch, which is automated text follow-ups on all open estimates in Service Titan. And then we have outbounding as well, where we will outbound on all open estimates. So we're hitting them email, text, phone call. And then within a week with the best postcard, we send a personalized thank you card to them. Just thanking them for their trust and confidence. Inside, there's a $50 off thank you card. And on the reverse side, fast pass guaranteeing 24 hour service or the service call fee is free. So again, it's not about the offer or the solution. They just may not be ready. I can provide 10 different options and estimates and they may not go with any of them because the timing isn't right. Maybe they needed to wait until their neighbor or somebody at work or they heard a horror story online, Facebook, and something happened, or maybe they heard a noise. And, oh, my God, I think it's going to blow. I should have listened to Tom. Now timing is right. So being there all the time, keeping top of mind with a reason to come back, that's really what is powerful for us. So Chris is asking a good question here, Lou. Um, are you following up with other services or just on their original quote? All open estimates. Every okay. open estimate. Yeah. And so Tom, when you're following up and they, they had an HVAC, they're putting in a new system, so you had a quote for that, and you keep following up with them, which is great. Are you guys coming back and saying, hey, I know you, you were interested in getting a new system. Let me ask you a question. Um, we also have the $69 drain cleaning special. Are they pushing other services as well just to try to get you back into the home? So... Um, on uh, Service Titan Marketing Pro, we will cross-pollinate every service call for all services. So if I came to you for HVAC, Chris, you're going to get a plumbing, a drain sewer, you're going to get electrical, you're going to get security, and in specific, the high-end zip code, you're going to get wine cellar. So we're going to cross-pollinate all the services that we do. Hatch is specifically for that estimate, those open estimates, whatever they are, and that'll go to a 10-day period. The Marketing Pro will go about two weeks to vet through all of those. 
And outbounding, yes, we do offer all of the other services, free inspections, free uncheck, free whole house plumbing safety inspection, whole house electrical safety inspection. So we will offer those as well on the live outbound calls. That answers your question. Yeah, perfect. Like I said, I just want to know if when you say, hey, how do we convert leads into sales? Even if you went in there for an HVAC lead, selling a new heating system, that they might not be the right time for them, but they might need your electrical service. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we cross-pollinate everything all yeah. the time. And every Perfect. team member is spiffed and bonus for any and all of those. So a dispatcher call comes in and they just want to schedule an HVAC maintenance. It's getting hot. I need to have my unit looked at. We're going to, at that time, offer a, at the same time, free whole helm electrical safety inspection, plumbing safety inspection, free water test, uh, free indoor air quality test. If they sell any, schedule any one of those, they're going to get $10 for every one of those free ones that they schedule. So they're in some good spiffs and just getting those scheduled for that same one-time visit. Bill, you mentioned in the chat there that your method, and Bill, I can see you there in the lower left of my screen. So thank you for sending this in. Relentless follow-up. That's what you do. I think that's what uh, you're hearing from the others as well. Tom, I see your answer. You're saying our ISR will, off, will offer cross services and trades. For example, hey, if you're not going to replace it, of course you want to get it serviced, right? And all prospects get follow-up forever for all services. That's from Tom. So yeah, very helpful, folks. I hope that was uh, useful to you. I'm going to turn it over to Andrew for the final word here. Just want to thank everybody for obviously being part of our team, our ecosystem, working with us. We do listen. It might seem like we're a little stubborn or ignorant or something like that, but we obviously changed the format. And I think going forward, this is going to lead to a platform that will actually be an actionable, usable event for people to share their pain points and also their their successes. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed listening in on that special private meeting there. If you got value out of that, please rate and review this podcast so I can read your review on the air, give you a little airtime. And if you're getting value out of this, I'd love to hear more from you. I give you my email address from time to time. It's david.rosendahl at mindfireinc.com. Drop me a note there. Make sure to subscribe so you get notified when we drop a new episode. And I'd love to hear from you. Our team relies on your feedback to continue to improve the content that we bring you. And I really, really want to hear from you. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.